0: Importing the soundscape of Dunleary at the National Concert Hall, this time with Japanese born pianist Izumi Kimura. For its latest chamber series, the NCH invited Kimura to curate three concerts of chamber music. But what is chamber music? Kimura asked herself and came back with an answer that ranged from a date with long term collaborator, drummer Jerry Hemingway, to a trio in which she and violinist Cora Lunny will improvise to the town recordings of of sound artist Anthony Kelly. Kimura and Kelly talked to Culturephile about sound and music and noise.
1: This started in 2019 for the first time that I was in residence, I was doing a residency in Donnery. And I want, what I wanted to do that time was to explore the line between the environmental sound and the musical sound. I wanted to uh, listen to the sound that exists in everyday life. It could be nature sound, which I really like. Of course, sound of the sea or sound of, of the birds or the rain and people, the sound of traffic and people talking, all these sound, which is not actually composed or just a natural sound. And I wanted to listen to this sound deeply. To find music in it, and then what is music anyway? What you know, sound. There's a sound, and there's music, and there's a noise. And in Japanese,
0: those terms are all much more
1: um, overlapping, aren't they? Oto is a sound, yes. Uh, ongaku is music, but ongaku actually is the otto and gaku part is like enjoyable like enjoying kind of thing so enjoying is the sound that's that's the music
0: basically then the word for noise is is the not enjoyable sound is it
1: it's like a loud sound loud or busy and not necessarily un, you know unpleasant it doesn't actually have to unpleasant or, or any negative elements in it So that's what I wanted to do, so I invited Anthony because I discovered by chance that he was actually making this wonderful field recordings and he had this website that's a collection of, of field recordings from Zoneri, so that was really, really perfect and I got in touch with him, invited him to work with me.
2: I grew up in Dunleary as a child and um, I was always very taken by how rich the sonic landscape is. Um, You've got a very long stretch of coastline and um, all of the sea area that comes with that. But then you've also got a lot of inland um, features that are very rich and just absolutely perfect um, for anybody who's interested in in sound recording or indeed just, just listening. David Starling and I have been collaborating on an ongoing project called A Sound Map of Dunleary. And we've been working on it together for probably about the last four or five years at this stage. And um, we intend uh, to continue it into the future. What we've been doing with the project is we've been making and collecting sound recordings that reflect different aspects of the borough of Dunleary.
1: So I looked into the website, and then I discovered so many wonderful recordings, and I was very attracted to the lost sound, which was a sound of the foghorn and the sound that doesn't exist anymore. Which was interesting thing that the, you know, sound can not exist anymore, but sound will never disappear. So it's it's always the vibration is always here, and all these things that I wanted to explore. So that was the beginning of this. Project.
2: Over the years, I had noticed that while there are lots and lots of great uh, visual documentations um, about Dunleary, sound was maybe just a little bit overlooked. So that's kind of where the project came out of. Um, it exists as a website at the moment. And what you will find if you go looking for the website is um, a whole series of uh, different types of recordings. So we've got nature recordings, um, we've got a section for sounds which you can't hear anymore for one reason or another. Um, things like the foghorn, um, church bells, and we've asked people to donate any recordings that date that they might have that would reflect this.
1: process for me is uh, choosing the recording for that speaks to me for, for that moment or th- for the certain theme and the playing itself is improvised so especially because I improvise with Cora with this project I know because I which you know which rec- recording I chose so I know I know what's going to happen but Cora often doesn't necessarily she knows like what what's going to come so <laughs> basically we just improvise interacting each other and improvise, but what I do beforehand is that I make a structure of the whole set. So I would just I, I decide, you know, let's start with this recording. You know, there's no point in overthinking, because we ha- we don't know what's going to happen.
2: When we all perform live together, I on my mixing desk, um, I bring the field recordings in and out and um, in response to what Cora and Izumi might be playing at a particular moment. I'm always listening really carefully to them and also I augment their playing with sounds from small electronic devices that I often uh, bring along and um, other gentle um, improvised sounds uh, in response to to Cora. When I'm editing a field recording um, I do a lot of listening um, beforehand and um, I'm always looking to try and find a narrative to unlock. I think what this does is it, it brings a kind of an element of maybe storytelling to the track.
1: If you say chamber music, somehow lots of people think about classical repertoire. That's why I feel so happy about <laughs> calling this music as a new chamber music. As you know, I come from very heavily like classical music. World originally, and what I'm trying to do seems to be I try to break the wall.
0: Izumi Kimura and Anthony Kelly there talking about the upcoming Chamber Series at the National Concert Hall in Dublin. The first concert features Kimura and Kelly along with violinist Korovinus Lunny and that's on Thursday the 5th of May at 8.30. Full details of the series from nch.ie.